Welcome back to College Kitchen, where college life meets easy cooking. I'm your host, Meg Gillingham. In this week's episode, me and my very special guest will be talking about all things vegetarian, what it's like to be a vegetarian, the reasons for doing it, and of course, my guest's favorite meal. Remember to stick around until the end of the episode to hear the full mouth-watering recipe. Let's get into it. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? You're welcome. Uh, I'm great. I'm great. I'm having a great time. Could you uh, introduce yourself a little bit? Hello, I'm Baz. Um, I don't go here, also. Um, I go to Queens in Kingston. Um, I'm majoring in English and minoring in drama, and at the same time getting my degree in education. So the end of a five and a half year program, I'm going to have my uh, teaching degree. So Baz, how long... (laughs) Have you been a vegetarian for? Uh, I've been a vegetarian since about 7th or 8th grade. Uh, So like 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm 19 now, so it's been a little while. (laughs) How come you decided to become a vegetarian? Uh, Several reasons. I've never been a huge fan of eating meat. It's just not, you know, my thing. When I was a kid, I would just hold it in my cheek and my mom would have to squeeze my face to get me to swallow. Um, That type stuff. Um, and also, <laughs> I got a dog that was a very small dog, and she looked like a roasted chicken when she laid on her back, and it freaked me out so bad that I couldn't eat chicken. And then that just kind of, I was like, well, okay, if I'm not eating chicken, I might as well just cut everything else out because I don't want to eat it anyway. How has that experience been so far for you, being a vegetarian? It's been chill. I think people think it's a lot more of a sacrifice than it actually is. Every time I talk to my grandfather, he's like, oh, and you have to eat beans all the time. And I'm like, I don't actually. I I do eat other foods. What other foods do you eat? What's your favorite vegetarian dish, Baz? That's really hard because there are so many good vegetarian dishes. Um, Basically, any Indian food, incredible. Like, fantastic, amazing. Mm. I can't make that shit because I'm stupid, but (laughs) it's okay. I guess... Something I've been making recently that I like because it's like it's super cost effective. Sounds very alarming when I say it out loud, so please uh, bear with me. Um, It's basically red lentils ground up, mixed with water. They kind of come together in this weird sludge. Then you pour it in a pan and it solidifies. And it, if I'm being honest with myself, it does look like a hunk of flesh, which should freak me out. But some reason it didn't. It doesn't. Perhaps because it also smells like Elmer's glue rather than flesh. Um, yeah, if you cut that up and then you fry it, it tastes like fried. And that's that's all you really need. What kind of texture does this uh, bean flesh have? This, uh, yeah, this um, lentil flesh has, man, cutting into it, it's flesh. Um, <laughs> again, truly, this should freak me out, but it doesn't. Um it's like a um, a less grainy tofu. Like if, if you ground tofu up a lot smaller, if that makes sense. How did you first come to discover this dish? Um, so I'm a little bit chronically online. Um, so I just see so many different things every single day. And um, I work at Costco. Um, and all of this kind of comes to a perfect storm where I saw a video of someone making this thing out of red uh, red lentils. Then I went to work and saw this giant bag of red lentils for like $7. I was like, I can, I can do that. 
So I took it home, um, realized that a third of a cup of red lentils, which was about, oh, I don't know, a 50th of this bag that I bought, uh, made about a week's portion of this uh, lentil flesh. So, um, yeah, I just now have a lot of red lentils that I can make this with at any point. Basically, I just saw it online and was like, that looks easy. And to be fair, it was. Would you say this is like a good dish for like college and university sort of students? I would say, yeah, because it's, man, I don't want to recommend it to anyone because it's so alarming when you look at it. Um, And you do have to like slice it very thin and fry it to like get a a good taste out of it. But for me, yeah, it's, it's super simple, super easy to store. Um, keeps for about a week once you make it. Uh, super easy addition of like protein to any meal that you're doing because you know lentils are high in protein. Um, for a vegetarian who's like just trying to get to class in the morning, trying to add in protein to my my meals is sometimes difficult. So just being able to slap that in a frying pan, walk away for a little bit, come back, turn it over, and then have breakfast is great. So this dish is great to make if you want to learn how to meal prep. First, because it has to sit in the fridge for so long, so it's not really a fast meal you can make. But second is because it can actually stay in the fridge for a really long time and you can just cut a few pieces off and cook them up to your liking. So here's what you need. Boiling water and dried red lentils. Just those two things. The first step is to get three quarters of a cup of your red lentils and put them into one and a half cups of boiling water. You're gonna let that sit for about 10 to 15 minutes until the lentils are soft. Then get a blender and blend it all together. If you wanted to add a little bit more flavor to your red lentil tofu, just throw in some of your favorite seasonings before you blend. After you blend, a thin, watery mixture is what you're looking for. So once you have that, take the mixture and pour it into a saucepan and cook over medium heat until the mixture thickens. Stir continuously so it doesn't burn. This part should take about five to seven minutes. Once it's thick, pour the mixture into a container of your liking and set it in the fridge for three to four hours until it has become firm. Once you want to cook up your tofu, slice off as much as you want and you can cook it any way you please. Toss it in some oil, fry it in a pan, bake in the oven, or air fry until it's crisp enough to your liking and enjoy. You can serve this red lentil tofu any way you want, by itself, mixed with some veggies, or served over rice. It'll be absolutely delicious anyway. Thank you for joining me for another episode of College Kitchen, and thank you again to Baz O'Brien for giving us this great dish. Remember to listen and subscribe to the rest of the podcast on Spotify or anywhere where you get your podcasts. Happy cooking!